Ane teh tawe satu. Dua lah. Oh, dua, 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 dua. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to OTT Over Tetare, the place where we review movies over Tetare. I'm Jaws. And I'm Arian. And today, Arian, what are we going to review? We are going to review Ready Player One. Jang, jang, jang. I don't know about you, but I was waiting for this movie for the longest time. Actually, at first, I didn't really care for the movie when the trailer came out. Really? I knew it was a new Steven Spielberg, back to directing kind of movie, but then... The trailer didn't really attract me as much so I didn't really care so much for it until I watched the movie. Right. For me, well, personally I had a nerd gasm over when I saw King Kong and all the game characters come out. That's like one of the main attractions to the movie, right? The whole plot. Right, yeah. And okay, talking about plot, let's go into the plot. So In the f- near future, when the world is overpopulated and the societal problems all over the place, the world's youth go into the oasis. That's right. So this is a place where if you want to forget about your troubles and everything, it's basically your your social media right now that's on your phone developed over I don't know a sci-fi 100 years, then it becomes this thing that you totally immerse yourself into. Yeah, it's like it's sort of like the, the Oculus Rift yeah, right now. Yeah. It became just a whole lot better. I can see this taking place in like probably 50 years from now. And it's curious that it takes place roughly 50. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, Jaws, what did you think of the story of Ready Player One? I think the story is it's not out of this world kind of story because at the end of the day we've seen this type of plot play out. Yeah, I think I I really think that is it's the typical hero finds something that he wants. He has to go overcome obstacles and eventually he whether he gets it or not up to you to watch. Yeah, exactly, but at the end of the day, it's nothing new, it's nothing groundbreaking in terms of plot, but to me, right, I think that it has been implemented properly or interestingly enough within the context of, you know, virtual reality and like homages to like the 80s and the old movies of Spielberg and stuff like that. Yeah, this is a total 80s fest really. Yeah, yeah it is. I don't know. I I I don't quite care so much for the plot and the the entire 80s setting enough to overcome how basic the plot is really. I couldn't get over it. Yeah? Yeah, like I mean, I was so extra excited for the trailer but after after I watched the movie then I realized They relied way too much on fan service to get things moving along or for you to be like, oh wow, is that the Iron Giant? It didn't really make that much sense to me, to be fair. Well, I think the whole point of the movie was fan service, was 80s era fan service. Right. And they put and they used the generic plot to do it, which was quite underwhelming, I guess, but if you're going into it knowing that, you know, this is just a throwback to my younger days where I get to see the characters I used to watch on Sunday morning cartoons or Saturday morning cartoons come to life, then I guess you'll probably have a good time. It was pretty cool seeing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fight. Right. <laughs> against Stormtroopers. <laughs> I got it, I got it. Okay, they got me there. But other than that, yeah, I think, talking about the plot, I think there were a lot of things that if you really play a lot of games, it doesn't really make sense. Why do you say so? Like um I'm going to go to the first challenge. Okay. Okay, like let's movie, not give anything away. We are, I won't yeah. give anything away, but basically there there are certain things in the movie that that the the players do that don't exactly make like if you if you played a lot of games, you won't act that way. Yeah? 
Yeah, especially if you're a true hardcore gamer, like you know, all you do is play, and which is what these characters are in the, in in the world. Yeah, you just won't do things the way they do it. So maybe they didn't consult an actual gamer to write the story. Probably there's like someone who <laughs> thought this is how gamers would act. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. It it totally feels like that kind of story. That's true. That's true. All right, Arian. When we come back, we're gonna speak more about Ready Player One. But for now, we're gonna take a little break. And welcome back to OTT, where we talk about movies over Tetare. That's right. And this time around, we're talking about Ready Player One. Arian, I know this is directed by the acclaimed director Steven Spielberg. Yes, yeah, Steven Spielberg directed this movie. And if you guys didn't know, Steven Spielberg is one of my favorite directors. One of my favorite movies is The Terminal, made by Steven Spielberg. Ah, that was a while back, though. Yeah, 2004. Wow, you know your dates, huh? Yes. So what do you think about this guy's directing prowess in this movie? I gotta say, I didn't get the, the Spielberg feel from it, you know? You didn't, huh? No, I, I just, it felt like a movie made in a computer. It does not have the magic, you know, Spielberg brings to his films. It just doesn't have the right feel. Like, uh, if, I, if I had to compare it to something recent I watched, it's kind of like Rogue One. It just does not have that Whoa. feel. Okay, we're not going to go into that, but I really enjoyed Rogue One. <laughs> I think it was my favorite Star Wars movie out really? of everything. Yes, one to what? Nine now? Eight now? Yes, it's not- the best so far. And that's where I'm telling you, it just does not have that feel. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Aaron, if you had to rate um, this movie, Ready Player One, with Spielberg's best, what would you rank this movie? Um... This movie, I have to say, it ranks among his probably worst five films. Worst five films? Yeah, I mean, I'll put it in the same vein as like Empire of the Sun. Wow. Really? I did not hate this movie, but I did not quite like it, no. (laughs) Wow, I'm surprised. I mean, yeah, like it's not his best work, but then I really enjoyed it. Let's talk about the actors and actresses, the performances. Okay. So this movie has a pretty stellar cast, Simon Pegg. Ben Mendelsohn, Mendelsohn, the your favorite actor, <laughs> and yeah, I did not think Ben Mendelsohn was a convincing evil CEO. I've seen, I've seen worse. Yeah, he he was just being, being a being a prick, like, I suppose. At the end of the day, yeah, is he? I mean, like, is it is is his performance a fan service to all bad CEO performances? Exactly, or maybe you could think of it as the cliche eighties villain. The corporate villain from the 80s. This is what that guy is. Right. I, I feel like if the movie was, you know, trying to go for that whole um, satire of 80s movies, maybe I could say that, but I didn't, I don't think it was satirizing anything. It's a lot of little fan service. Wow. Wow. I, I, to me, I felt that he did his part, what he was supposed to do in the context of the movie. Maybe because I think it's satire and, and you're thinking it's not. Maybe that's why. Uh, I'm not saying I'm right lah, but I, I'm I'm going I'm going at this movie more in the in the in the sense of like, you know what, this is an eighties homage. So everything in this movie is gonna be very eighties cliched. That, that that is one way of putting it. Did you like the Wade Watts, the Ty Sheridan? Have you oh, Ty seen Sheridan. him in anything else? Uh yes, I have seen him in other stuff, but right now off the top of my head, I do not remember which movie. I think he he actually did he was one of the stronger actors or the stronger characters portrayed in this movie. 
Like he held the movie from start to finish. I felt that the scenes that he was in, I was interested in, and I was invested in this character for what he was going for. Yeah, I think I think he did a very he had a very serviceable performance. In caught co- in stark contrast to the rest of the cast. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he has a motley crew, and they all ju- are just just awful, just <laughs> just awful. It was the uh, Breakfast Club that uh, that didn't work out. <laughs> the bre- exactly the Breakfast Club that did not work out. All right, Aaron. Uh, enough about the cast. What do you think overall this movie is to you? Out of five tetarics, are you how many tetarics are you going to give it? <sighs> On one hand. Plenty of good stuff that I love. On the other hand, not a Spielberg movie directed by Spielberg. I gotta say, I give, I, I'm giving it a two, te, two tetarics. Two tetarics. Yeah. Wow, it's pretty low. I thought this movie was okay. It's not his best work, and for that, I'm gonna give it a very enjoyable three out of five tetarics. That's also fair. I think on on a good day, I will give it a three. But yeah. after thinking about it some more, no, it's two. <laughs> Alright guys, thank you for listening in on our take on Ready Player One. Remember, if you have any feedback, if you love us, if you hate us, please give us all your thoughts at www.icekacang.my. You can download our app on the Apple App Store or Google Play and follow us on Instagram at icekacangmy and Facebook at icekacang. Till next time, my name's Jaws. And I'm Aaron. And this is OTT. Alright Jaws, speak about uh, Tetari, I could use I could use one. Yeah. Okay, ane, tetai satu. Dua. Sorry, dua, dua.